Welcome back to the Hire Hacker Podcast. Today I'm going to drill down and lay out what I call the recruiting success roadmap. This is the step-by-step kind of high-level roadmap of what an organization needs to do to really start improving their ability to find, um, to attract, to engage, to convert, um, and to hire high-qualified candidates for their jobs. So while I might talk about recruiting, I'm really talking about sourcing because it tends to be that once we get applicants flowing that are of high quality and we have a process in place for screening and engaging them, that everything else kind of takes care of itself. So stick around. We're going to really drill down into what the core fundamental steps are of this roadmap and what each one means so that you'll walk away with a clear understanding of what you need to do to improve recruiting and specifically sourcing for your organization. Well, at this point, I'm going to assume that we all are on the same page, that we all have a recruiting problem. More specifically, that we have a sourcing problem. And hopefully at this point, you know that you need to act. You believe that there is the potential to improve it, that your team, specifically your management team, or your boss is bought in that they need to make some changes and you're ready to build a recruiting flywheel. The problem is a lot of times we just don't know what to do. And more importantly, what order to do in it, it can be do it in it. It can be overwhelming trying to change things while also needing to keep up with the day-to-day demands of an organization that has to source and screen and hire people. Right. And we can't afford to stay where we're at, but we don't have the time, energy and resources to fix things, to make it better. To be honest, it can be just like completely frustrating and demoralizing. It's said that execution is about doing the right things, not doing the wrong things, and most importantly, doing them in the right order. So that's why we put together the solution. We need a plan. I call it a roadmap and it needs to focus on ice, I C E, which is that you do the things with the biggest impact that are the easiest to do that are most likely to work. You can also think about this as taking and, and implementing the minimum effective dose. We need to focus on taking steps that sometimes might not be the most logical next step, but are the most, the best next step that will actually drive some success and make the next things easier to do. Right? So I've designed a plan of attack. We start with the low hanging fruit. What can we do to make some, or hopefully some massive improvement as soon as possible for the least amount of effort. Then we move up the tree to fruit. That's a little bit harder to get to and to pick. And then finally we plant future trees that will pay off in the future for our organization and its sourcing needs. I'm going to outline this recruiting roadmap from a very high level and understand that in the upcoming weeks and months, we will drill down into each one and provide, um, templates and, and how to guides and checklists that will help virtually anybody implement this roadmap within their organization, regardless of whether it's for profit or not for profit, regardless of how big it is or how small it is, right? This recruiting roadmap can be adjusted and tweaked for your specific uses. The first step of the recruiting roadmap is the foundation or content. This is by far the most overlooked part of sourcing applicants. We are in such a rush 
to get our jobs live on the job boards or wherever sources use that we jump right past the most fundamental part. Our goal here is to do this in a minimum effective dose to get us good enough to get going and then to return to this section as things start to progress so that we can further refine it. But it's really quite simple. The most powerful thing that you can do in recruiting is to focus on the job seeker or the future employee and not the organization. And this runs completely opposite of how almost every organization approaches recruiting, where they're focused on what their needs are, where they're focused on the job description, when they're focused on requirements and, and duties and qualifications. And while those things are important, you have to maintain balance between what the employer wants and what the potential employee wants. The problem is, is that over the last few decades, we've gotten so far out of balance that in order to fix it, the very first step is to spend an immense amount of time and energy focused on your target job seeker. Who are we after and what do they want? That's called the audience. The first step is the audience. Who are we after and what do they want? The second one is the offer. How does the experience of working for us appeal to our target job seeker? Number three is the message. How can we explain our experience in a compelling way that will make them excited about it? And the final one is identify. How will our screening tools or the person who does the screening identify and sort qualified job seekers from unqualified ones? Because it won't do very much good to get a bunch of applicants flowing if you don't quickly get to the best ones. So that is the foundational part. And once again, I could spend months and months and months just drilling on this, but we don't have the time. So our goal of the foundation of creating content, which you might think of as job ads, but it's much deeper than that, is to use the minimum effective dose strategy to do what we can to make a massive improvement, move through the next parts of the roadmap, and then return to this uh, content area at the end as we start to evolve things. The second stage of the roadmap is job boards. They are the fundamental advertising source for active job seekers across the United States and in every industry. While you do get some passive job seekers there, for the most part, job board advertising has to do with active people who are in the act of searching for a job. And it comes down to five main steps, getting your job included in the job boards, getting it to rank well, getting people to click to view it, making sure that they then are engaged by the ad they see and driving and maximizing the conversion of the people who read the ad into applicants that are pre-screened. The next stage of the roadmap is fans and followers. This is where we expand into more passive applicants and use more disruptive forms of advertising because most likely the people that you're engaging in, in this area are not actively looking for a job. These generally are more powerful sources though, meaning that they require less applicants per hire. Once you figure out how to drive and get in front of them and turn them into qualified candidates, this comes down to five main steps. Number one, identifying fan bases to engage. Number two, joining or setting them up. Number three, sharing your job out to those fan bases. Number four, engaging them, making sure that whatever is shared out there is an engaging thing that will make people want to apply. And then finally, once again, conversion. How do we convert those people who are excited 
into qualified candidates inside of our recruiting or sourcing database, whatever you call it, right? The next step is by far my favorite, the most powerful long-term source of qualified candidates, employee referrals. It's powerful because number one, you own it. You control it as an organization. It has the highest sourcing power, meaning the quality of applicant score for employee referrals can be five to 10 times that of job boards. The real powerful part here is when an organization takes control and proactively drives this source beyond just checking the box. It requires having a strategy focused not just on best friends, but also weak connections, setting the stage and setting up the proper tools to automate and, and to really facilitate it. Launching an employee referral program or relaunching if you have it, ensuring that you drive communication, the drumbeat that keeps things top of mind, ensuring that you have high conversion of converting people into applicants, and then finally expansion. What you have to do on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis as an organization to expand the power of your employee referral program. Finally, we have evolution. And this is the part that spins the flywheel around. What can we do to proactively iterate on our flywheel? This usually has to do with segmenting into different sizes, or, or I mean, segmenting into the job bases, into different targets, into different sources, being able to really target down and, and figure out what, what tweaks we can make that, that will help drive each of these flywheels that we have spinning inside of our organization. Because most likely at this point, when we get into evolving, we're not just going to be spinning one big giant flywheel, but we're going to be spinning a bunch of small ones for the different roles and the different areas of our organization. In the upcoming weeks, we're going to take each step of this roadmap, break it down and provide you with plans, with templates, with checklists um, that you can use to execute inside of your organization. Again, just keep in mind, I have this one primary goal here, and that is to ensure that you can get the fastest impact possible with the least amount of effort and especially money involved. And so if you'll follow through in the order I'm going to provide it, I promise you this is going to be focused on the, the minimum effective dose or the ICE method. What can we do to make the biggest impact with the least amount of effort with the highest amount of certainty that it will work inside your organization. So stick around. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you later. Yeah.